Bonsoir. How are you, dear friends? We are building the most inspiring and phenomenal communities of wine lovers. As we all know, wine is the catalyst of the greatest discussion. We'll be talking wine, but of course food, and everything that touches all our nation and senses. Bonsoir, dear friends. Comment allez-vous? Tonight, we're going to have an amazing time with one of the most charismatic, exciting, and creative chefs that the world has ever seen. He's been from Paris, where he was born, worked in all the best restaurants, and I think we need a laundry list. This is one of the most amazing. He works with the Michelin star chef, Maxima. Then he worked at Le Doyen. He worked at the Hotel Negresco in Nice. He worked at La Rotonde in Lyon. And then, of course, the Diamond Rose in the Côte d'Azur. Then went to the United States to follow his dream. In New York City, of course, worked with Daniel Bouloud, Jean-Georges von Richten, worked at the Mercer Kitchen. I mean, what else can happen? He worked with Tommy Helfiger as a private chef. He worked at the Montrachet. He worked at Migros. Of course, this very famous uh, Greek restaurant. And then Pichelin, of course, because one of the best French was missing. And he then, after receiving another two-star Michelin, he decided to create his own enterprise. He was part of the Guinness record of books. He is one of the most amazing young men you will ever see. We met at Petrosian restaurant in New York, had one of the most flamboyant, an insane dinner of all time. And he, since then, he decided to create his own enterprise, Forbidden Donuts. No one more crazy, more creative than him. Chef, are we ready? We want to see you. Yes, I'm ready. Here I am. Bonjour, bonsoir. <laughs> How are you? I'm ecstatic to see you again. I've been dreaming about spending time with you and with you in the kitchen for a long time now. So this is really a blessing that we back together at a distance. Yes. I'm in Napa Valley, you are in New York City. Yes, correct. I wish I could be with you. Well, hopefully very soon again. Okay. It's a great honor. So in your honor, I'm gonna do the tradition with Gala Champagne because of course, the best of the best for you. Un, deux, trois. Woo! So, Chef, I need to ask you, as we cheer together, Santé, yeah. to your incredible resume. You know, I had to cheat on a cheat because there's so much amazing restaurant you've worked on. How was it for you as a chef to be trained with so many amazing chefs? Well, was my passion for first and, first and all. Uh, cooking is everything I love to do. And uh, Jacques Maxima is my mentor. He teach me everything I know. And uh, if it was not for him, I would not be who I am today. He, really? Yeah. Wow, that's a, great, uh, that's a great thing to say about him. What made him so unique? Because I know the restaurant very well, but explain to our friends. Well, what's making so unique? He just uh, teach me everything I know from pastry to cooking, to have the passion for the ingredient, passion for the, for the food, 
respect each other and make sure whatever you do, we do it with passion, with respect and with love. And uh, it's, it's all about cooking. Cooking is just about the love on the plate and loving what you do and respecting the ingredient and make sure the guests are happy for what you give it to them. And he gave me this, this, this technique, this, this savoir-faire for me to be able to be who I am today. I love it. Passion, respect, and love. Three beautiful values that obviously you've continued to apply all your life. Tell everyone as well, one of your most amazing experiences in France, as well as a chef, and then why you decided to cross the Atlantic and move to the U.S. Well, the U.S. always been my dream when I was a young kid. I always dreamed to come to New York, always being the American dream. And working for Jacques Maximin, uh, having the experience of my life, I always, I, be, I worked for him for over 10 years. At the end, I was his, his, his sous chef and I always asked him, I want to go to New York. I want to move. I want to move. And he always said to me, you're not ready. You're not ready. You're not ready. And one day, just we're doing a fantastic dinner for the Oscar, for the Caesar in, in Le Fouquet in Paris. We're just taking care of all these celebrities. And uh, after this dinner, he invited me in the office and I didn't talk to you. So all day I was a little bit worried because he was putting pressure on me. He said, today we need to talk, we need to talk, we need to talk. I said, what the hell are you doing for you to want to talk to me today? So after the, the gala, the dinner, we sit down in the, in the office. He said, oh, we did a good job today. But uh, unfortunately, I may have to let you go. So I said, oh, wow, you have to let me go. Yes, I'm going to let you go to New York. So it was the best, <laughs> was the best let go in my life when Jack Maxima said, I'm sending you to New York. I'm sending you to New York. I know the place for you, where you're supposed to be, and uh, where you'll be able to explain yourself and understand what New York is. So he sent me to Daniel. I was not very happy in the beginning because I didn't know who was Daniel. I said, who is Daniel? Who is Daniel? I want to work at Le Cirque, but I didn't know the chef from Le Cirque was Daniel. So he sent me to New York, working at Le Cirque, and where I learned how to cook American food. That's really, really amazing. And obviously, all your experiences as well in all those French restaurants I named, from the Negresco to all those amazing places, what did you learn the most after traveling to so many different unique restaurants? Uh, what was the big takeaway for you? The big takeaway is consistency. The, the consistency of whatever you've been doing and copy and paste whatever you learn. The beauty working for uh, Mr. Maximin, I work over 10 years with him. I never see the same plate every season. He just take really? the menu, he show you the menu of the season, put in a trusty university ever again. He will never repeat the same plate. Never, 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 never. So it's not like you say, I'm making zucchini flour and the next menu you're going to see it in the next restaurant. No, every new restaurant of the new menu, new adventure, you start to get born again. Like we move from the French Riviera to Lyon, working in La Rotonde, trying to get a Michelin star and everything. I've been working for him over five years. I thought I know everything, you know nothing. Like I was a baby again. Teach me how to butcher a chicken 32 different ways. Uh, I mean like, you name it, he's, he's a master. And that's the beauty, you know, cooking of the season and constantly reinventing yourself yeah. is, is really one of the most exciting things to be in the kitchen for, right? Yes. I am very lucky here in New York. We have almost all the season. So summer, we have summer, spring and fall, winter. So we'll be able to, to play around with all the, the fantastic vegetable and game and fish and everything around it. 
So chef, I fell in love with your style immediately. It was love at first sight when we did this dinner together. It was food and wine pairing at Petrosian. Yes. And not only you blew me away, which is not easy to do in the world of cooking because you and I have seen a lot of great obvious yes. dishes, but you not only impress me, but all the guests and your creativity and your sense of innovation in the plate is insane. So give us maybe one of your favorite dish to prepare with caviar before we move into your, your latest baby. Well, the best, best dish I did with caviar, I did few of them, but one of the memorable dish, and Mr. Petroson never stopped talking about it, is the caviar soup. Mm. I did the caviar soup, I did the grilled caviar, I did the, the caviar souffle. The caviar souffle was the, the sherry on top of the cake with the most unbelievable caviar, the most unbelievable uh, brandy to create this uh, caviar souffle, the world record. That was uh, extraordinary because we never planned it. I never planned any of these things. It's just inspiration. It's the inspiration of the moment. And the challenge of my guys in the kitchen, they always challenge me. The young kids say, chef, well, we don't do this. Sometimes they make a joke and the joke came up of the forbidden donuts. That was the joke. And the joke, I take the joke very seriously. Exactly. So I had the pleasure to try this amazing caviar souffle, which was, I think the taste is still in my mouth. <laughs> and I know we had planned uh, to obviously be together and we hope uh, very soon you can come and see us in Napa Valley and Sonoma Valley. And we could create a few days of, of uh, flamboyant uh, innovation and creativity in the kitchen. But at the meantime, mm -hmm. Chef, I love your ability to innovate and how you obviously integrate salt and sugar and how you are so creative that you now have created your own business, mm -hmm. which is one of the most amazing things for all Americans, this is called Donut. And I love the name because it's called Forbidden Donuts. Yes. So I know today you're gonna to demonstrate to all of us how we make a great donut, but mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about this new business of yours. Well, Forbidden Donuts, I created this, this uh, like I said, was a joke in the kitchen. We have an event at Petrosian and the dessert was donuts. So we make cinnamon sugar donuts, and one of the kids in the kitchen say, hey, chef, why don't put caviar on the donuts? So I look at it, I didn't say anything, and he was staying in my head all night, all night. And I came back at, at work the next day, and I just decided to switch from sweet to savory the donuts, changing completely the recipe, take off the sugar, I add the savory to it. And of course, caviar with creme fraiche, creme fraiche glaze, caviar and vodka, vodka gelée, and the top caviar on top of the donuts. So I created that. That company regarding savory donuts, only savory donuts, starting from caviar, lobster, smoked salmon, of course, foie gras, because as a French person, <laughs> I have to put foie gras on my donuts. Of course, of course. <laughs> and on and on and on, I make uh, donuts uh, Asian style with yuzu and, um, and uni. I mean, the limit, the, the limit is the sky. I'm having so much demand for it. Uh, actually, I'm just limited to two dozen a day because it's, it's ridiculous. So many people have donuts on and on and on. And uh, it'd be a, a fantastic adventure with these donuts. Well, I, I really commend you. So during the JCB Live Wine Style, um, a, three, a few weeks ago, we did donut in a very basic, simple way. But now all our friends with us today know that we are for a treat because this is going to be the caviar, the foie gras, 
the smoked salmon of the donuts. So this is going to go on the very high road. So, Chef, I'm going to keep asking you questions as oh. you prepare, but as I'm having the Gala Champagne in your honor, which represents past, present, future, mm -hmm. I'm going to keep sipping, and then I hope you sip with us too on the wines and the vodka. But now it's all you. Why don't we prepare a donut and you show us? Let's prepare a donut. So I'm having all the ingredients already over here. And the donut is a eats donut. Nothing, nothing crazy. The just the part of it, I just take off the sugar to it. So a little bit of eats yeast and, and milk. That is, a, is the beginning of the of the start. We add eggs to it. So technically, it's a brioche in a, in a French way. Yeah. Brioche. So we mix the yeast, the milk, and, uh, and the eggs together to activate the yeast. So that's the yeast activation now within yes. your KitchenAid there. Correct. And we are going to add the, the bread flour to it. So why bread flour? Because I want the, the donuts to be very fluffy. To be very fluffy and light. And the donuts going to be, uh, it's going to be fried. Uh, is there, um, Chef, uh, is there a special flour you would recommend for people to get uh, as a bread flour? Uh, I knew there's a, always a secret. So we got to have every oh, secret available. I'm using all-purpose flour, but always organic. Whatever yes. I'm using, I'm using organic and blanched. Respect for the environment, respect for the product, like I've been saying at the beginning. So whatever I'm using is organic eggs, organic butter, organic flour. Everything is organic. Congratulations. I mean, we, we believe in the same vision. It's essential to be organic. Yeah, it's, it's, the environment. It's, it's better for you. You don't have to eat processed food. That doesn't make any sense anyway. So, Chef, as, you, as you're doing and cooking, what makes you, you think, who you are today as such a talented, innovative, and creative chef? Well, like I mentioned earlier, Mr. Maximan just give me the tools and just give me the, the prints of, of a chef how to be a chef and what to do it, as long as you respect the rules and the regulation to be respectful, to be passionate for what you do and using the, max, the best ingredient. And as a chef, because it's like, a, it's like a football team, you know, you don't play by yourself. You have to have a team with you. So if you respect your team, they respect you. You can go anywhere you want. Absolutely. And now your family was anyone cooking in, in, a, in a big way as well? And no. did anyone really deeply inspire you at home when you were growing up? No. Uh, I grew up with my grandmother. She was cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day, vegetables from the garden, but was the home cooking. Nobody in my family was doing cooking. Just my family was part of the one business. Uh, my grandmother was in a Bouchard family from Burgundy. So all the Burgundy wine, that was one at home was not cooking, was mostly wine and cooking. I just get the cooking, I don't know, the passion about it, eating good food, get, you know. And that's something we have in common, Chef, as you know, because we yes. acquired the Bouchard Winery in 1994. So indirectly, maybe to, together, we are related. Exactly. 
But always love, always love your wine, your wine, your wine, your champagne. I mean, I meet you regarding the champagne, you bring a petrol cell and the wine and everything behind it. I mean, like, it's, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, so now you've done the mixing. Mm -hmm. So you've done the mixing of all the ingredients together. So what is the next step? So the next step, when you have everything, uh, when you have everything mixed up, it should be the next step. I hope everybody realized we're having the lesson from one of the most amazing world chefs today. What a treat. I'm excited. I'm going to be making donuts every Sunday now. Be but careful. you're showing us. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not as easy as it looks. It's good, but you have to get the you have to get the le tour de main. Yes, exactly. So when the mix is done, you're getting a small little bowl like this. Here it is. As you can see. Yep. Yeah, we want to see your hands in action. Yes. So here you have the, the dough, you have to, to knead it to get a little bit elastic. You do a lot of sports. As you're massaging that dough, I can see those hands are very athletic. What kind of sports do you do? Kickboxing. That's right. Are you as good with your legs? Can you massage the dough with your feet too? No, maybe not with my legs, but I can kick with my legs, you know? Uh, <laughs> no comment on the kicking because I'm not allowed to kick in the kitchen, but yes, I can kick. <laughs> I remember we had that great discussion because both you and I as well, another passion we have in common is kickboxing. So do you remember I promise you we'll train together with my trainer here, <laughs> Napa Valley, when you come over with Matt Weber. So wow. make sure you come and see us. Definitely. So as we massaging the dough, we are going to lay down the dough to be able to form the donuts. So, I don't have a rolling pan, so I'm going to use a bottle of wine. Oh, that's a very good way. That's very smart. <laughs> You're just using... I'm sorry, I cannot use your bottle of vodka. It's too beautiful to... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad because reversely we'll have the logo which is imprinted on the label. So that's good. We could have our initials on the donut. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> so as we have the, the dough, we are going to form the donut with a ring mold. Here we go. So you make them quite thick. Huh? So it's a centimeter, a few inches. A few inches. Three, uh, yes, one, one centimeter, three inches thick because yes. I, for two reasons. Why I don't want them to prove too much. If you put them too much, they're going to be too airy. And yes. I leave them like this room temperature, they're nice and thick. So you are a chef in your home kitchen here in New York, right? Yes, I'm, yes correct. That's very nice. So are you working from your home right now or? Exactly what I've been doing, yes. Working from home right now. There's no other place to go anyway. There's no restaurant open and nothing else to do. But this is amazing. So you've launched Forbidden Donuts now yes. for a few months. So explain a little bit about the concepts. Well, the concept, as I can just say, is a savory donut. 
100% savory, not sweet at all, uh, with a crazy flavor. Everything is online on Forboding Donuts. You can find me on uh, Instagram as well, Richard underscore Forboding Donuts, with all the creativity. I change the flavor here and there. Uh, some people ask me for crazy ideas, so of course I do it. It's not my <laughs> uh, I did some uh, from donuts with some, um, like a Bloody Mary donuts, with a tomato donuts, with a vodka julia, of course, on top of it, with tomato and celery uh, filling, gluten-free donuts, and uh, gluten-free, sugar-free donuts, with a, a green olive tapenade. I mean, I have all the, the mix and flavor, uh, cauliflower, ginger, peanut and boiler. I mean, you name it, we, I did it. It's no problem. It's no, it's no limit to it. And I love your Instagram, uh, Forbidden Donuts. It shows incredible pictures. So we're going to obviously indicate that at the bottom of, of our JCB Live today. So everybody can obviously connect with you and be in touch with you and, and give you other crazy ideas. Yes, I would love to. So the next step of the donuts is to, to fry the donuts. Yeah. So we are going to fry them nicely. So as you're frying the donut, chef, Tell us what inspires you in life these days. These days, the inspiration of cooking is, is a season. Like, like we've been talking about it earlier, the season is the most is my inspiration. To, yes. get, to get in the a, in a, in a summer for now here in New York, the heirloom tomato, the sweet corn, the, uh, the beautiful peaches, the apricot, uh, everything to the, to the summer season is is my inspiration today. But I'm looking forward for, for the fall. The celery, the truffle, the chestnut, the, the crone, I mean, on and on and on. White truffles coming up. So of course the inspiration of the moment is inspiration of the season. Because you'll be able to expand yourself every three months or four months to something else, so a new, new challenge. And of course you don't want to do the same thing you've been doing the years before. So you want to do some, something new and create a new creation with new product. Use the same product with a new, new preparation. That's right. Excellent. Well, this is um, obviously the inspiration in a French way. Chef, I think you need to turn your camera a little higher so we could see you. Because now we're not see. Oh, perfect. Oh, look at this gorgeous. Wow, what a view. Yes. You're on the top floor here in a beautiful area of New York. Yes, uh, 23rd floor in the financial in New York. Wow. Impressive. It's a beautiful day in New York, as we could see. Uh, we have a hurricane just coming up. <laughs> we have an hurricane uh, from Florida, just, just landed in New York. So let's see what's going on. It's supposed to be flooding today. Let's, we see what happens. We see what so, happens. so show us, the, can you bring back your camera to the, to the pots and pans? Because, yeah, we want to see you doing oh great so how long does it take that process about three four minutes you make sure you flip them over and over again to have the nice coloration and to proof to proof well just make sure they cook and the, the temperature of the oil is how much 300, 350 degrees okay 350 degrees for four five minutes so meanwhile you're making me thirsty i'm gonna have a little bit of a of my favorite Chardonnay now, Chef. And I don't know if, you, if you're gonna have some as well or maybe after, this is the JCB 33, mm -hmm. which I believe 
is going to go magically with one of your uh, recipe. I think the first one, and you're going to be dressing up with one of the most amazing French uh, creation. And I believe it's going to be foie gras, right? Uh, yes, I think so too. So, Chef, besides kickboxing and cooking, mm -hmm. what is your passion? What is my passion? Cooking. <laughs> what I do all day. I cook all day, think about food all day. If I don't cook at work or I cook at home, I cook for my girlfriend. She loves eating, she loves drinking. We love what we're doing. It's just love, love, life right now is cooking and eating. Cooking and eating. You know, a bit of wine, have fun, is what it's about having fun and having good meal, good wine, and to be happy. That's, that's, that's the, the value of life. That's the mission statement of life. I love it. So, Chef, I could see you taking the donut quickly in the fridge. Yes, I need to cool down the, the, uh, the donuts in the fridge because we need to put the glaze to it. And okay. If the donuts are too hot, the glaze is not going to stick to it. I see. So, all the time... This is not just for today. This is the technique. After, obviously, having them in the oil, mm -hmm. you put them immediately in the fridge. You pull them down to a decent temperature so you'll be able to put the glaze on top of the donut so the glaze is going to stick to it faster. I now, see. If you keep the donuts room temperature, it's going to take hours for you to have the, the glaze to stick to your, um, to your donuts. Because, as well, the, the glaze is made with no sugar. There's no sugar at all in the glaze. So we have two glaze today. We have a creme, creme fraiche glaze and a dark chocolate glaze for the foie gras. So, <laughs> I'm excited. So, Chef, how do you contribute from your professional life to the world at large the most today? Oh, well, to respect, to, to respect the ingredient, to respect the world, to use organic ingredient, like I just mentioned it, to make sure you're using seasonal ingredient, no processed food, make sure here I'm using, I'm not using plastic or whatsoever to, to put my food to it, just to, to respect the environment, to respect everything around it, recycle as much as you can, respect the food, like I've been saying, respect the food. Yeah, and, and I love how you take into account the seasons and the seasonality to really bring to your menu and to your table, not only the excitement, but the gift of Mother Nature. And this is really, I love it, the same with this wine from the organic philosophy to really bring in the energy into the wine as you bring the energy on the plate. Do you do, you do energy seeking yourself as well? Yes, yes, definitely. You have to. You have to. You have to. Definitely. Okay, we are going to do some glaze. So how do you prepare the glaze? How does that work? Well, you want all the secret, huh? <laughs> well, at least the wine you, you're willing to share. <laughs> okay, well, the, the glaze, the, we have the, the creme fraiche glaze. The creme fraiche glaze is just simply creme fraiche. Yes. Creme fraiche, heavy cream, and uh, gelatin. Vegetable gelatin, just to add the, the creme fraiche to stick to the donuts. But no sugar at all, a touch of salt in it. That's it. So, in fact, it's, it's very healthy. The way you're doing your donut is, is certainly not bad at all for the health. No, definitely not. And the quantity of boiler inside the donuts is the third in the regular uh, brioche recipe. 
So you cut, cut, cut as much as possible. As well, people are worried about frying, but if you fry your donuts or fry anything in a clean oil, is okay. The problem is when you fry something in a dirty oil, so the oils go inside the ingredient and it's not good for you because you're eating the oil. I but see. If you're using the oil just to crispiest your donuts or your fish and the oil is clean, there's no problem. You, you go in a, in a Greek culture, they, they fry a lot of fish, but they fry the fish in a clean oil. Clean, well, I'm using sunflower oil, of course. I'm not using soybean oils. You're using clean oil, conala oil, and have to be clean. Have to be 100% clean. Is one used to use, that's it, you change it. Have a new oil, have to be clean all the time. It's like you're taking a shower. You don't take shower with the dirty water. No, so you use the same thing with your fish and your donuts. You fry your donuts in clean oil. I see, that makes a lot of sense, of course. And you, you're stressing on the fact that sunflower oil is the oil to fry. Uh, for me, I really love sunflower oil. It's a lot of, a lot of um, flavor to it. Yeah. And uh, it's organic. Of course, yes. That one I just had just came from California, so it's even better. <laughs> Thank you. A little, a little hint. And we have a lot of beautiful sunflower fields, in fact, very close to our vineyards in Sonoma. Very close to this vineyard, yeah, we I have... Um, it's interesting, sunflower is often next to uh, vineyards. As you know, in Burgundy, we're a big producer of uh, sunflower oil as well. And okay. you have fields and fields and fields next to the village wines, which are, you know, sunflowers, which turns where the sun goes. It's, it's, it's an amazing flower with a great sensor, too. It's a very clever flower. It's a beautiful flower. I really, uh, really love it. Yeah, look at your vineyard online. You have a beautiful vineyard. Thank and, you. you know. Well, we, we look forward to welcoming you. The okay. soonest you want to jump on an airplane, uh, we cannot wait to have you here. Thank you very much, Jean-Charles. So we are going to glaze the beer. I'm excited because on my side, as everybody could see, I don't want to ruin the surprise, but I have one pre-made thanks to Chef. But Chef, I'm going to show it to all our friends only when you're ready. <laughs> okay, okay. So we are going to start, we are going to start uh, glazing the, the donuts. I'm going to start with the chocolate one for the foie gras. So you have your chocolate at right temperature. Your donuts are cold, have to be cold. You just dig into it. That's it. That's it. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> you make it so simple. I'm going to call you on Sunday morning and say, you know, Chef Farnaby, what happened? I failed. I failed. My donut is too slow, too hard. No, we can, we can do it together. I can, I can teach you to foie gras as well. Um, croissant, if you want, like, like you can see. Oh, gorgeous. Nice. Oh, tiny. You're making us hungry. Well, yeah, but this is so exciting to mix, you know, salt and sugar. I love it. Yes. Definitely. So you do the process a few times to make sure everything is done. And, and you put it back every time in the fridge. Yeah, so yeah. obviously... Yeah, you put it back every time in the fridge because the glaze have to, have to stick to the donuts. So here is the, is the final product. So you have the, the creme fraiche over here. Oh. You have the foie gras right there. This is gorgeous. 
So dear friends, I have my silverware, as you can see, of course, Christophe, because we remain very French, Chef Barnabé and I. Mm -hmm. We have our Baccarat glasses, we have our wines, and we want it to be perfect, and we have our Bernardo plates as well. Of course. So wow. Here is a garnish we are going to use to top the donuts. And I'm excited because the richness of number 33 as one of a very charismatic ethereal Chardonnay is going to work so well with the foie gras. So I cannot wait to taste. Okay, I bring my, my shot glass for the vodka. Yes. I'm ready for it. So let's get started with topping the, the, the donut. So I'm going to start with the sports salmon. So a little bit of salmon roe. Yes. Salmon roe. Some smoked salmon. Ooh. So very delicate and you put it in three lovely parts. Yes. Make it a nice clockwise. Yeah, it's a really a piece of art. It's, it's all about decoration and design. It's, a, uh, it's deco decoration, design, taste. And when you put A plus B together, is what you get. You get a fantastic product. You're an artist in the plate. I love it. So here we have the smoked salmon. And dear friends, I'm going to show you the smoked salmon because obviously Chef Rafa with Chef Farnabe, because we only 3,000 miles away. Look at that in a beautiful oh. pearl. Did a good job. Made from Bernardo. Look at how beautiful. Oh, wow. Up, up, up. So I'm going to put the three in front of us because I'm the most fortunate today. What a fabulous way to spend Saturday. So, Chef, you have great philosophy, great ethic. Is there a message as you're preparing the decoration you want to send to others? Yes, in the world right now? The, the message for the people in her industry, so you're mentioning the best of the best, so I'm mentioning the other, the best career have to be done. I'm Mr. Alexander. So, Ooh la la, you're opening a, a 250 gram, huh? Yes, sir. Well, the best or nothing, we just say, isn't it? I really agree with you. I think it's important. It's not about quantity, it's about quality. The quality is very important. Life is too short to cut corner. If you want to eat and drink, eat the best, drink the best, have a good time. It's very, very important. What the purpose to add a bad meal or a bad drink? Doesn't make any sense. I totally agree with you, Chef. And I want everybody to see how Chef stage theatrically this beautiful plate. The donut is gorgeous. He has gold leaf and foie gras cube. So you've done little cubes, eh, chef? Yes. And then, do you want to present the gelée and how you're doing the caviar? Because this is as well a piece of art. Look yeah, at this. The caviar gelée is just a bit of caviar with some gelatin to it. And a touch of sugar, a touch. Because you want to balance it, the alcohol and the, the sugar not to be overpowering when you're eating the donut. So, so how do you do actually the gelée with the caviar flavor? 
Can you explain us a little bit of that secret? Well, ah. you, you, you infuse, you take some, that vodka. Oh! That vodka is infused with caviar and you make your jelly with it. Oh, I see. So how do we make jelly exactly? It's gelatin, gelatin and with a liquid. Yeah. And you put it in the... Uh... Warm, it up, warm it up the vodka slowly. To, yes. Well, you'll be able to put your finger in it. You don't want to burn yourself. Yes. You take the gelatin, put in the water. When the gelatin is nice and soft, you add the gelatin to the vodka, melt everything nicely, put in a little container, keep in the fridge for an hour or two. And the gelatin is going to be like, uh, like elastic, let's say. You cut them small mm -hmm. little pieces, and here you have your vodka jelly. That's beautiful. So, Chef, where shall we start? Because I, I would love to taste them. I cannot resist anymore. I've been looking at those beautiful creations of yours for the last 30 minutes, and I'm salivating so much that I'm drilling. What? Now is the time. I will say, I will say you start with the, the smoked salmon. Okay. The so maybe we'll let's do it together the smoked salmon maybe with the wine mm -hmm. so i'm gonna go in so dear friends i'm gonna indulge and i'm sorry to do that in front of you but i have to give you the comment chef mm. 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 what you've done here the texture of your donut is insane. Why? Fluffy, as you describe it so well, and Chef expresses the donut, so it's exactly his recipe. It's light and it's ethereal. Similar to the wine, you've put the salmon eggs in between, they crack and they create a beautiful explosion in your mouth, and then you coat it with the delicate smoked salmon on the side. It's amazing. Chef, this is art. Thank you. Mm. Unbelievable. And this is so delicate. And not many calories, really, when you think about it. No, definitely not. The one you have more calories is going to be the foie gras. The foie gras, of course, but that is for the foie gras lover. For people who just cannot resist to have a beautiful piece of foie gras with the donuts and a fantastic glass of wine. Hey, Chef. By the way, I can see a beautiful Japanese knife you have in front of you. Yes, that came from Japan. I get that uh, four years ago when I been to Japan with my girlfriend. Was I cannot resist to, be, to see a beautiful Japanese knife. And you made those knives probably next to the fish market, right? Yeah, correct. Well, there's a fish market. Yes, yes, you're right. Yes. Now, I offered my lovely wife and mother and sister sets of knife uh, through one of the men who makes them and they mount it and they put your initials on it. It's pretty amazing. Yeah? Yes, it's a fantastic knife, fantastic. So Chef, you should be the one trying the caviar and giving us your comments with the vodka because I'd love your description. You're so good with your words. So. I'm going in as well. I know I'm gonna make a lot of noise because when it's so good, you want the sound. I'm using, I'm using my finger. Wow. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, 
vodka, the vodka, the vodka is unbelievable. That flavor of the vodka with the, the caviar with the donut. Wow, you did a fantastic job with the vodka. Well, you did a fantastic job with the <laughs> A dream. And you know, chef, the gelatine alone. Mmm. It's a little bit sweet. There's a touch of sweetness to it to balance it. And you know, chef, when you talk about Bouchard and Burgundy, mm. the uniqueness as the dinner we did together, we make wine for four months, white and red. We blend it together and then we distill it. Last roughly 35 to 40 days. And then we infuse caviar, beluga, coming from the southwest of France. We infuse it through a proprietary system in the vat. Small vats, you know, mainly of a meter tall and maybe 50 centimeters large. And we slowly but gently infuse it so the egg does not dissolve in the tank, but it's just gently like you've done here, giving the flavor of it. That's the whole idea. Mm -hmm. So what does it do together? Describe us the taste of the two. Well, the, it's, it's very long. You have the, well, the what I really love about that, that vodka, most of the time you taste vodka, it tastes like nothing, it tastes like only, only alcohol. And you have the flavor of the vodka, you can taste it. You have this little aftertaste of caviar behind it with the, I would say the sweetness of the donuts, the sweetness of the donuts and the fishiness of the caviar just, it's not, not fishiness because people just think fishy is strong flavor, but the richness of the caviar balance perfectly the, the, the flavor of the vodka. Thank you so much. I, I so much agree. Wow, what a combination. So now, I recommend we go to the last one, which will go very well with the Chardonnay as well. Mm -hmm. So I'll let you talk about it because you make your own foie gras, of course, as yeah. well. So chef, so, describe us what we're gonna be trying now. So, as you know, when you're eating foie gras, you need something sweet to balance it. Mm. So what balance the, uh, the, uh, the foie gras is the chocolate on top of the donuts. So a chocolate and foie gras. The foie gras is marinated with, with Spaniard, oh. Armagnac, port wine, salt. It's cooked traditionally. And the saltiness of the foie gras and the balance of the, the chocolate, it just balance each other. They help each other. The foie gras just, the chocolate help the foie gras to be able to balance the saltiness and the sweetness between both of them. It's unbelievable. The association of the two is absolutely so seductive. It's like a forbidden kiss. Oh, Maybe yeah. we're going to have to call one forbidden kiss. <laughs> Chef. We may have to do that. I need to tell you, you know, and I think we... Do you remember when you did the millefeuille with foie gras and caviar on top mm -hmm. at yeah. Petrosian? I came to the kitchen and screamed, and I was about to carry you in the dining room, so good it was. And interestingly enough, many friends who are with us today know I'm a fan of caviar, a fan of smoked salmon, sometimes not as much foie gras, but you are demonstrating 
here that the association of flavor, salt, sugar, can work so well, and one plus one equals three. Yes. And, and the foie gras is not like you have a big six, six slice of foie gras just to kill you. It's just enough foie gras to be able to do the donuts. The reason why all the donuts are not gigantic is just like two or three bites maximum. They're about four ounces. So it's not like a giant donut to fit you. It's just like a delicacy. You just want to eat what you have on the donut. The smoked salmon, the foie gras, the caviar, the, the, the smoked salmon. You have to eat everything together. It's not a giant donut you want to kill yourself. It's like a part of your breakfast or lunch or brunch with a beautiful glass of wine or a shot of vodka. Hey, look what I have for my dinner tonight. It's a dream. <laughs> You really enlightening our chef, Farnabe, because your talent of knowing how to do everything and now to migrate into the donut and its application like this is, is really amazing and such a great inspiration. So congratulations, chef, so much. It's been so exciting to be with you, but I'd love for you to send a message now uh, during this very unique time we all living which we will mm -hmm. always probably come better than ever before. I agree. What would you like to share to others? Because you have such an incredible life and you've done so many, you know, unforgettable things in your life. Anything well, you want to share? What I would say for the young chefs who want to succeed and to move forward, they have to be patient. Patient is very, very important and never give up. The problem in our industry, so many chefs are talented, they give up too soon. Don't give up, don't give up. Go for it, just be patient, listen to people above you, listen to the oldest one, they give you the right way. Be patient, be persistent, and never give up. Don't give up, don't give up, because you are going to get there. You have to get, you are going to get there. Well, this is a great advice for all of us. And, and I would say, chef, you know, you're always a great inspiration and your message does not just apply to chefs, but to all of us in life. And you're the prime example from being born in Paris, having worked in all the best French restaurants, inspired by the best chef, and now leading your own way with forbidden donuts. So I'm so proud of you. Thank Is you. there a dream that you wish to accomplish that you've never shared yet you wish to share with us? Yes, I mean, uh, a dream for a chef. I accomplished my forbidden donuts. The dream, the next dream is to open a beautiful restaurant somewhere when people understand what you can cook and what you can serve wine and everybody is happy and enjoying the meal I can be doing for them. Well, this is so exciting. So as soon as you're ready, let us know because I think a whole group of us would want to book the very first tables. So when you're ready, you have a place, we'll be there. Okay, I will let you know. You'll be the first person to know about it. Definitely. Thank you, Chef. And, and Chef, again, you are so welcome in our home in Napa Valley, Sonoma, or Burgundy, and your home in France any day. We want to really commend you, Chef, for your sense of creativity, your sense of innovation, your sense of respect of the season, following organic philosophy, being a true steward of the land, being a great example to success, and always pushing yourself to innovate and be so creative. And so, and I'll let your girlfriend tell you that tonight, but so tasty. 
So, I really appreciate it. Thank and you. to your great ethic of life, because not only you're a great chef, but you, as uh, Brilla Savarin said, a great chef has a great body and a great mind. And you're a kickboxer, you have a sane mind, and you manage health and great food and great taste. So, to your continued success, chef, and thank you so much. Thank you, Appreciate for being with us tonight and to your creativity and your unbelievable talent. Appreciate it, Jean-Charles. Have a good night. And dear friends, remember, Forbidden Donuts, this is the place.